Welcome to the Date With Sense podcast. This is the place you come to have a fun, fruitful, and forward-moving dating experience towards marriage, or whatever your desired romantic constellation. I am your host, Taurus Sense, and I am here to help you, as a high-achieving woman of faith, attract quality marriage-minded men and confidently date for the romantic partnership you desire. And on this podcast, I'll be sharing my best practical tips, tools, and advice on how to transform your love life from the inside out so that you attract the best men and have the best dating experiences. You're already well-educated and well-paid. Now is a time for you to also be well-loved. Welcome to another podcast episode of Day with Sense. <laughs> oh my gosh, let me start messing with you, girl. Look, I am back. I am back in the closet, meaning I am back recording another episode. Since my birthday, last time I recorded an episode was a few weeks ago. I was recording to get ahead of myself. I put out two dope ass podcast episode um, featuring Victoria. I really hope you enjoyed those two. And so now I'm actually back, back at it again after my birthday. I had an incredible birthday. Oh my gosh. I just want to thank you all for the birthday shout outs. I want to thank you guys for the Amazon gift cards. I have put them to good use. And I want to thank you for the reviews that you guys left on the podcast. One of my favorite reviews um, from Lou, I think 110, that's the name. And she says, the best ever, Tora, girl. First off, happy birthday. Me and all my friends all absolutely love this podcast. I literally tell all my girlfriends who are struggling with dating to tune in. Even if you aren't struggling, it can be insightful to see a different perspective. And this podcast has opened my eyes and the eyes of my friends so much. We are consistently telling each other, okay, but what Taurus says, <laughs> LOL, the advice, the personality, the connection, the honesty, it all makes this podcast so beneficial and helpful. Tor brings real life to dating and the realities and triggers of all of our own situations. Learning and unlearning constantly. Tora, we love you. Thank you for all you do. Girl, I love you too. <laughs> Thank you for such an amazing um, review left on on the podcast. I really appreciate them so much because again, people are discovering this podcast every single day through the algorithm and they have no idea how. And one of the ways that they find us is because we're ranking um with these reviews. So if you still want to get me a birthday gift, it's not too late. You can leave a review. But yes, I had an amazing birthday. I spent, I think I told you guys before, like I spent it with Winnie in Oregon. And I I was I would always joke with Winnie previously, like, girl, why you live in Portland, Oregon? Like, what's it, what's there? And I really got to see what was there. It is the most, one of the most beautiful places nature wise that I have seen in this country and experienced. Now, 
the food that's another story they like to throw salt <laughs> on everything there for some reason they're missing a lot of seasoning um but the nature this girl had me in trees this girl had me in the the mountains she had me at the blue pool she had me in the hot springs we've hiked for hours we went to the the coast like we probably drove <laughs> I have to say like more than like, but like 15 hours, like the, like the whole trip of like driving back and forth to all these places. But for those of you who follow me on Instagram, like, and look at my stories, you know that I love nature on Sunday. I'm always on a nature walk. I love my morning Sunday nature walks and just being in nature, experiencing the peaceful of it all, the naturalness of it all. And being with the earth. It's, it's always a beautiful feeling. So thank you, Winnie. I love you so much. Thank you for an amazing experience and all the gifts, um, and the quality time that I got to spend with you. So anywho, I am here with another episode of date with sense. And this is coming from a live that I did not too long ago that I'm deciding to put on the podcast. I have archived it so you can't really go on Instagram and listen to it. It's called The Reasons Why Dating Multiple Men Isn't Working for You. And I did this episode because every time I talk about, you know, how amazing it is to date multiple men and have options for yourself, there's always people, especially women, I don't know what it is about us denying ourselves in this way saying I can't do it it's too exhausting I could never do that that sounds like too much that's not gonna work and so this particular podcast is for you and even if you are enjoying dating multiple men or you have started and you believe in it this episode is also going to be extremely beneficial because it is going to uncover some blind spots that you may have and also give you some talking points as you are interacting with men. So yeah, without further ado, here's the episode. Today, I want to talk about the three reasons why dating multiple men ain't working for you. Welcome, welcome to the live. And this is incredibly important for me to talk about because whenever I'm putting content out there on the internet about dating multiple men and how it's amazing and how you should be doing it and how it would be beneficial and why my clients are doing it and why it's so amazing for my clients. I get women in the comment section, you know, claiming they, they could never date multiple men, claiming that it's too much to date multiple men, saying it's so exhausting to date multiple men. And yeah, just a lot going on there. And I would like to let, so this is the live where I'm going to just kind of break this down. I'm going to try to do this very quickly. I always say I'm not going to be here long and I'll be here for like an hour. I ain't finna do this with y'all today. What's about to happen today is I'm going to do my quick little spiel, hopefully no more than 20 minutes. I answer three questions. I am only available today to answer three questions about what we've learned here. Now, here's the thing. 
Because if you are having an amazing dating life and you're only dating one man at a time and you're enjoying your love life, please don't pay attention to me. This is for women who aren't and they're avoiding dating multiple men or they're saying it's too exhausting for them. If you have just been dating one man at a time and it is chef's kiss for you, this is not the lie for you. You don't need to be on here with us today. You can just continue to enjoy dating one man at a time. That's all you have to do. And so that's why it's a problem when you aren't having a delicious love life and you are claiming, you are claiming that, oh, I can't do this because you're not enjoying your love life. Thank you, Sean. You're not enjoying your love life. You're not making the progress that you want and you're not having the fun that you want. And because you're not successful at dating multiple men, you just default and say it just doesn't work. Oh, it just doesn't work. It's just too energy draining. It's just too much. It's just so much. Instead of just learning how to do it. Anywho, let's go ahead and get into this very, very quickly. So the first point, the reason why dating multiple men isn't working for you is because you fear the judgment of men. Here's what I mean. It's not like you're like, oh my gosh, men. But you really are concerned about what they think about it. Even women who are starting out dating multiple men, it's like, well, what if the man is asking? What if the man wants to know if I'm dating multiple men? That is an indication that there's fear behind there because so what? So what if he does know? So what if he does ask? What makes that a problem at this point? Okay. Or we'll say, well, what, you know, what if he doesn't like it? So he doesn't have to like it. He simply just needs to respect it. Or, oh, the last guy I talked to or the last two guys I talked to, I told them I was doing this and they stopped talking to me. So who cares? The point of being clear about you dating multiple men is so that you can actually pull in the types of men that you desire. That's the whole point. If you continue to not be convicted in your mind that this is what's best for me and I am going to date in a way that's best for me, then even though you're dating multiple men, there's going to be guilt. There's going to be shame. You will like you will be knocked off of your game very, very easily when men start questioning you about these things. When men start asking you questions, you'll start you'll entertain men who don't respect it. You'll I'll I'll have someone like I have a client come and they'll say, well, well, Torah, you know, I have this guy that I've been talking to. And it's been, you know, I've been talking to him for like two, two, three weeks, but almost every conversation he brings up the fact that I'm dating multiple men and he doesn't understand why I have to do that. Why are you still dating this man? Number one, why haven't you become clear that this is not a debate? This is not up for discussion. If this is something that you want to talk about, sir, You need to go talk about it with somebody who wants to talk about it. 
You need to go talk about it with someone who's available to talk about it because I'm not available to talk about it. I already shared with you my boundary is that I am unavailable to go exclusive with a man before I know that we are in alignment. I am unavailable to go exclusive with the man until I know that this man is interested in pursuing me for serious commitment. I am unavailable to go exclusive with the man until it is clear that he has a plan for what he wants with me and a plan for our future and he has mapped it out. I don't go exclusive with men just because they like me. I don't go exclusive with men just because we're having fun. I don't even go exclusive with men just because they do nice things for me. That does not mean we are the best fit. That does not mean that we could be future partners. I had a man tell me, he says, well, you get to know one man at a time because that's where you can put all your attention to. Why do you think you deserve all of my attention? Who told you that you have earned my full attention? What have you done that deserves my full attention? What did you do? You took me on a date? So now you deserve my full attention. It's weird. That's really weird. Right? We hung, we talk on the phone. Now you deserve my full attention. You asked me some questions about who I am. Now you deserve my full attention. Why do you think you deserve my full attention at this point? We don't even know if we're in a line. And you want my full attention. That sounds like entitlement. Sounds like you're entitled. Now you are free to make me the center of your attention. If that's what you would like to do, I I refuse to stop you. I refuse. I've had men say, I don't care. You can can date other men. I'm only focused on you. Okay. That's on you. You have to decide whether that's crossing your own boundary because I'm not going to cross my boundary and you're not going to guilt me or shame me into doing something else. So it's not up for discussion. My dating practices, I've already explained to you my dating practices is no longer up for discussion. Either you want to date me or, or you don't. If you keep bringing it up to me, that lets me know you are not, you don't have the capacity to date me and that's okay. I'm not for everyone. I'm an acquired taste for men who are ready to acquire a relationship with me. It's okay. It's all good. But we fear the judgment of men so much. And we just like, well, I don't want to do it because I don't want him to think that I'm this and I'm a hoe and I'm sleeping around. I don't care what you think, sir, because it's none of my business. What you think, that's none of my business. I have men come into my comment section. Don't even follow me. I think that they purposely come to my page because sometimes it'd be the same men. And they're in the comment section. They'd be like, a real man 
would never want a woman who's dating multiple men. The only way you would truly actually know that is if you were actually dating men. If you're not dating men, you are not the authority on this topic. If, if men are just your homeboys and you're not dating them, you are not the authority here. We are dating them. We know who's available for it and who's not. So, sir, unless you're out here dating other men, you're not the authority. That's number one. And number two, the average person is only connected to like 100 people. What law is that? There's a law. I forgot what the law is called. I can't remember what that law is called. But there is a law, kind of like Parkinson's law, but there is a universal law that they have that like the average person is really only connected to a hundred people. So when men are in the comment sections talking about no real man, I'm like, sir, you're only connected to like intimately to like about a hundred people. That's it. Guess what? There are millions of men to choose from. <laughs> millions. And you connected to a hundred trying to tell me what I have access to. You're trying to tell me what I have access to out of a, out of millions of men. Carla Dunbar's number. That's, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's 150 people. 150 people is Dun, Dunbar's number. You trying to tell me what I got access to? And you're not, if, again, if you're not dating men. So no, I don't, I don't fear your judgment. Oh, she's for the streets. Okay, what if I said that I am for the streets? Now what? Now what kind of conversation are we going to have? What else? What else? Let's just say I'm for the streets. I'm for the wilderness. I'm for the ocean. I'm for the universe. Now what? What's the issue? Especially if I if I choose to be there. But like you guys have to you you guys have to not allow this stuff to trigger you. They say these things because it's important for them to shame you into submission. Because men do not have the ability in this society, in this Western society, they do not have the ability to force you into submission through um, money, resources, because we're able to have our own at this point. We were seen as property. And so we were forced into submission. Now men try to force us into submission with shame, shaming tactics. They try to shame us. And for a lot of us women, it works. You know why it works? Because we've been conditioned to take action based upon shame, especially when it comes to religious women of faith, because all of that religion that we've been conditioned, there's a lot of slather in shame of being ashamed of doing this and ashamed of doing that and being ashamed of the past, being ashamed. And so when men say things like that, we're just like, oh, I feel ashamed. That is how they keep us subdued. But if you're going to call me a hoe, I can be just be like, okay, by your definition, I'm a hoe. Now what? By your definition, I'm for the streets. Now what? By your definition, the men that are dating me are simps. Now what? Now that you call this these men are simps, now that you've said that I'm a hoe and a whore and I'm for the streets, now what? 
because you're not going to beat me into submission. I'm not going to change my actions because you said something in the comments. And trust and believe there are men who are in healthy relationships with women. And I'm not necessarily talking about romantic men that are capable of having healthy relationships with women in general are not in the comment section calling us whores. They're not arguing with us about dating multiple men. They're just not. These are usually men who are not feeling loved. These are men that are being overlooked or have been overlooked. These are men who need women. These are men who actually need women to be less than so that they can feel more than. I remember I was listening to something Andrew Tate said before he went to jail. And he said that basically he goes after younger women because they are more agreeable and they don't push back. You need women to be subdued in order for you to feel manly. I understand that's your own personal trauma. We ain't got nothing to do with me and the love life I've created for myself. So that's number one. You fear the judgment of men. And this is why dating multiple men isn't working for you. You're concerned about how they think about you. You're concerned about how they may feel about you dating multiple men. So you there's guilt there. There's a little shame there. Um, you don't want to be called out about it. You don't want men asking you questions about it because you are concerned about how they will look at you and how they may treat you. And I want you to know that those are the men you need to be very clear up front so that they can step the hell out. And once they step the hell out, you will notice that you have access to men that are ready, men who will tell you things I've heard with my own ears, things that have been told to me. Are you dating other men? That's all right, because I'm about to be the only one. I'm, I'm not even worried about those other men. Oh, you dating another man? Okay. I'm going to just focus on you. And those other men are going to fall away. Those are the types of reactions you are going to get once you start releasing the fear of the judgment of men. And just accept that you're going to be called a hoe. Just accept it. Number two, I already probably talked 20 minutes after I told y'all I was only going to be on here for 20 minutes. Why y'all let me do this? Oh my goodness. Why do y'all let me do this? The second point, the second reason why dating multiple men isn't working for you is because you do too much for men. So the first one was you fear the judgment of men. The second part is you do too much for men. This is why you're like, I'm so drained. It's exhausting to juggle more than one person. Hi, Rebecca. It's so exhausting. You know what's so interesting about that? Is no one bucks when people say I want multiple kids. Like no one thinks that's weird or off. No one thinks that that's exhausting. No one thinks that that's exhausting to have multiple, like, 
um, oh, I want two kids. I want three kids. People be like, oh, okay. Now, some people, they're just like, nah, that's too many kids or whatever. But they don't think you're weird for wanting three kids. They don't think you're ridiculous for wanting three kids. They don't shame you for wanting three kids. They don't guilt you for wanting three kids. They're just like, it's just not for me. Like, they're very clear that, oh, it, it's just not for me. But when it when you say you want to date three men, now all of a sudden, it's too exhausting. Now all of a sudden, you don't have the energy. Now all of a sudden, you can't give all of your attention to the man, which makes no sense. Because if you had three kids, would you say, oh, I can't have three. Like, I can't have the other two because I can't give them my attention. No, you wouldn't. It, 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 it's ridiculous. You wouldn't say, I really want three kids, but I'm only going to have one. Because if I have two more, I can't give them my full attention. Do you sound how ridiculous? Do you see how ridiculous it sounds? I'm going to be too exhausted. Like. No, like you want the three kids and you make it happen because that's what you want. Some of y'all already got them three kids and you still don't, you're still not understanding what I'm saying. So when I say you do too much for men, meaning that the same things you do for your children, like you are what, like you are washing your kids, you are taking clothes out, you're driving kids to school, you're reviewing homework, you're cooking for kids, you're making sure they don't hurt themselves right? You're teaching your kids how to read. You're teaching them how to walk. You're teaching them how to ride bikes. You're teaching them how to socialize. You're teaching them how to have manners. You are cultivating human beings here. Unless you're doing that for men too, where's the exhaustion? The men are supposed to come in and build and bring value. They're not taking the, the type of energy that you're doing to like take care of kids. They're coming to provide new perspectives, provide new experiences, help you uncover your needs, discover your desires, bring a new type of fun into your life, bring lessons into your life, expose triggers you did not know were there. They're there for enjoyment and learning. Again, these men are here for enjoyment and learning. Shared experiences, and we are exhausted because we're doing too much for them. We're giving them too much of our time. We're over-investing and giving them too much of our energy. We'll talk on the phone for three hours with one man. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? We could have split that hour up into 30-minute segments, 15-minute segments, and had a deep, fulfilling quality call and moved on. Why are we seeing the same time, same man multiple times a week when we don't have to? That's why it's draining. Why are we doing favors? Why are we laboring for these men up front, right? It goes back to my video about mothering about how, I, how a man has a problem and then we go into fix it mode. Like, oh no, let me, let me fix it. Let me show you what to do differently. We don't need to show up for these men in that way. We provide a bomb ass experience where we are genuinely curious and interested in learning who he is as a man. 
We have authentic connections by opening up, expressing ourselves, and sharing who we are to these men. We create memorable conversations and interactions with these men. And then we emotionally bond with them by providing safe space, a space for them to feel free, a space for them to feel challenged, a space for them to be excited, a space for them to feel loved. That does not require for you to go into mothering. It does not require for you to labor. It does not require for you to give gifts. It does not require for you to do favors. It does not require three hour phone calls. It does not require seeing him three times a week. Doesn't require any of it. You're so exhausted because you don't have boundaries. You're so exhausted because you're not clear on what you're available for and what you're not available for. You're so exhausted because you don't know how to manage your energy and your space and your time. And we want to say it's because I'm dating too many men or that's too many men. No, ma'am. You need to work out whatever is going on with you to where you overinvest. You need to figure out why you're overinvesting it so much. You need to tap into why you go into mothering mode and give, 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 give and not get anything in return. I'll have new clients come to me and they say, Tora, like men don't put any effort into me. Men don't invest into me. And when I peel back the layers in their lives, they stand for nothing when it comes to putting themselves first. They don't require people to show up for them. It's not a requirement. They get value from helping other people. It makes them feel better about who they are as women. I am useful if I'm helping. I'm useful if I'm solving problems. But they don't require people to solve problems for them. And so therefore they do too much for men and they can only afford to do this with one man at a time, which is why they always just have one man at a time. But, and the thing is, this man will suck up all of the resources you're providing him and then it doesn't work out. It just doesn't work out. Okay. If you guys have questions, make sure they go in the question box. I plan on asking, answering three questions at the end. So that's the second point, like you're doing too much for men. So first, you fear the judgment of men. Second, you do too much for men. The third reason why dating multiple men is not working for you is because you're just not attracting enough men. By default, you're not dating multiple men because you're just not attracting them. You would love to attract these men, but no one's approaching you. You would love to, but when you go online, you're not matching with men that are interested. You're not matching with men that you're interested in. And when you do match with someone, the conversations are fizzling out. They're not going anywhere. You go to events. You're not meeting anyone. So by default, you're not dating multiple men. The thing is, attracting these men is much easier than you deciding that multiple dating multiple men is, is a problem, that you won't be able to do it. So yeah, the third reason is that you're just not attracting. It's been years and you're still not regularly just pulling in the types of men that you want. 
And if you are not attracting these types of men, I'd like to invite you, come work with me in Curve to Cuff program. Come join the upcoming cohort because that's what we do is we help high achieving women of faith attract quality men, caliber of men that you actually desire. If you would like to know more about what that will look for you to join C2C, which is a 12-week mentorship program, slide in my DMs. Let's have a chat to see if it would work with you. But it's all about you becoming the woman because we think it's about location. We think attracting quality men is all about, okay, what location do I go to? What apps do I join? It's never about the circumstance. It's always about the woman that you're becoming, who you are, how you're showing up, what you require, how you're, um, who are you being when you're connecting with men? That's what we help you work on in C2C. We've had clients go from no dates to a wedding date in less than a year. Our program is designed for you to have a rotation of high quality men within 90 days. We have so many clients that come in and claim that they don't have time. We have so many clients that come in and say that they are exhausted and drained with dating. We have so many clients that come in and say, I have kids. I'm plus sized. I'm not able to do this. Oh, I don't think I can do this. I'm older and they come out dating multiple high quality men and they never have to look back. I'm about to answer questions now. I said I was going to answer three. So I'm going to the question box. Someone asked, where do you find these multiple men to date and how many dates should you go on with them before admitting they aren't for you or the one? These men are everywhere. These men are anywhere. As I mentioned on here, it's not about your location. It's not about you finding a list of places to go. Let me pull that question up. It's not about you finding a list of places to go. It's all about the woman that you're becoming. Because here's the thing. I could give you a list of places to go. I could say, girl, go to the cigar lounge. Girl, go to the country club. Go to the real estate meetings. Go here, go there. I can give you the full list. I can say, go to this app, go to that app. And you still would not connect with quality men. You know why? Because it has nothing to do with your circumstances on the outside and everything to do with who you are being in the inside. This does not mean that you're a trash person if you're uh, attracting trash men, but it does mean that you're showing up in a way that receives that type of behavior. For example, when my clients come to me and they say that they're not attracting men who put effort into them, one, I notice that they're not putting a lot of effort into their love lives. They're going on online dating apps, just throwing up a bunch of selfies, maybe making one sentence on a bio, and they're not putting effort, real true effort into their love lives. And they want men to provide the effort that they don't want to provide for themselves. It does not work that way. You have to make yourself a priority and your love life a priority if you want men to make you a priority. And number two, a lot of these women are accepting things that they don't want. They're accepting a bunch of text messages when they want phone calls. They're accepting men 
promising to do one thing like schedule a date or take them out and it keeps falling through and they continue to talk to this man, you are telling God's universe that this is what I'm available for. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to continue to be available for it. So those are some examples of what it looks like to be a woman who is not yet ready to connect with quality men. You have to show up in a way where your life is oozing quality. And if you're not putting yourself first, that's already a, that's a sign of dusty living and loving. If you are giving, 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 and you're not expecting anything for yourself, you're not requiring anything for yourself, you're the strong friend you think everyone needs to check up on, dusty. That does not scream quality at all. It screams pushover. It screams no boundaries. There's nothing quality about a person who doesn't have clear boundaries. Okay. Someone says, what are good boundaries on doing too much? I have a podcast on this called Five Questions on how to know if you're over-investing that you should ask yourself. But the one thing I will say on this call, if you want to know if you are doing too much, ask yourself, if he ghosted me tomorrow, would I be okay what I just did? If he ghosted me tomorrow, would I be okay talking on the phone with him for three hours today? Or would I change it and make it 30 minutes instead? If I knew he was going to ghost me tomorrow, would I have sex with him today? If you would, okay. If you'd be okay with it, if I knew he would ghost me tomorrow, would I be okay doing this favor for him? Ask yourself that question. If the answer is, I would not be okay, you're doing too much. You are not doing it for you at this point. You're doing it for his validation. You're doing it for his approval. You're doing it for his hand claps and hallelujah. You're simply shucking and jiving for his butter biscuits. Because if you truly were doing it, because it's something you desire. It doesn't matter if you cooked him a full course meal and he ghosted you. You would have enjoyed the meal you had and realized, oh, yeah, that was a good meal we had. I haven't heard from him. I'm cool, though. That was a great meal. You wouldn't care. He ghosted me tomorrow. I enjoyed that little 30-minute conversation we had. It was 30 minutes of fun. Ask yourself. And that is how you know you're doing too much. Okay, I got two more questions and I'm done. Someone says, um, I, I told you guys earlier that I was only doing three questions, but if y'all ghost me tomorrow and turn on me tomorrow and cancel me tomorrow, I'll be okay with answering these questions. <laughs> Rebecca, uh, being, uh, okay, someone says, what does it look like to hold something you desire as a requirement? Okay. For an example, if a guy says that if you desire a date with a man and it's been two weeks, there has not been a date planned, even though he's mentioned it, you let him know and say, hey, it's been two weeks. We have not gone on a date yet. 
As for me, in order for us to stay connected, I need to go on dates with the men in order to stay connected. Will you be inviting me on a date soon? If he does not plan a date, then you end the connection. That's what it looks like as a requirement. If a man tells you he is going to call and he doesn't, let's just say y'all plan to talk around seven o'clock at night and he says, okay, I'm gonna call you at seven. He doesn't call you. And the next morning he says, good morning, queen. You don't continue the conversation and say, good morning. Hope you have a great day. Hey, or you don't get passive aggressive. You simply say, I'm disappointed. You mentioned you were going to call me last night and I didn't hear from you. I pegged you as a man of your word. That is what it looks like to hold something you desire as a requirement. Or some of y'all are annoyed with what you do in text messages. You're like, I hate them. You complain about it instead of holding up your desire and saying, hey, I noticed that you asked me, what are you doing? A lot. Is there, I typically don't get that response from men. I typically don't, I typically don't get that question from men. Do you really want to know what I'm doing? <laughs> or is it just your way to say hello? I'm curious. Let me know. Instead of like just complaining about it, letting him know that what you're doing is not a normal thing. And if he comes back and he's just like, yeah, well, I just want to see what you're doing because I want to know if you're available. And you just say, you know, I typically don't give a, a play by play of my day, but I am more than available to connect with you if you would like to request some of my time. I love to jump on the phone with you. If that's what you want to do, we can we can make that happen. I'm willing to go on a date with you. That's what I prefer over what are you doing? If you're in my private community, if you're like a client or a student, I'm actually going to share a text message, a real text message um, that I sent to someone that asked me, what are you doing? I'm going to share that in the community today. So if you're a client or a student, you'll, you'll see it today. And you'll see uh, the responses and how that panned out. So good question. You guys are asking good questions. And then the last question is, how do I stay motivated to continue dating when it seems like the men are so disappointed? The same way you stay motivated to live when life is disappointing. You either decide to navigate your life in a different way or you take yourself out of the game. I mean, I'm not trying to be morbid here with the example, but you either find a different way to navigate what's happening in your life or you take yourself out of the game. Most of us are not going to take ourselves out of the game. So we need to make life better for us or navigate life better for us. What does it look like? If the men in my life are disappointing, how do I go about my love life 
in a different way. I would also explore where in my life am I not showing up for myself and disappointing myself? Where am I not keeping my own promises to me? When I say I'm going to do something for me, whether it's lose weight, build my credit, build my business, change careers, where am I not keeping my own promises and disappointing myself? Where am I not showing up for me? When I say yes to things I want to say no for, that's disappointing. These men that you are pulling into your lives are simply mirrors to what's happening inside of you. If you notice that this is a constant trend, you need to ask yourself, how am I disappointing myself on a daily basis? Because ma'am, and I'm speaking, when I say ma'am, I'm speaking to every woman on here. If you are not showing up for yourself, if you are breaking promises to you, Man, the men are the least of your worries, baby. The least. You need to work on whatever is happening there. And then you'll start to see the men show up differently because you don't disappoint yourself. So why would I tolerate it with men and the men show up differently? God is always going to point you back to you somehow. Everything is spiritual, including your love life. God is always going to point you back to you. So every time you see a pattern, always go back to you because that's where God is leading you. He's leading, God is leading you there so that you can continue to align with the image of God. Get in alignment, girl. You're breaking your own promises. Get in alignment. You're not showing up for you. You know, you don't have boundaries for you. Get in alignment, girl. I'm pointing you back to you because you want these men to show up in a way that you're not showing up for yourself. And it's a distraction. You want men to be a replacement for what you should be already doing for yourself. Don't work that way. I need you to show up for you first. Seek ye first the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom and what? God is here in you. Seek it first. All the things should be added. All the men should be added. Your love life should be added. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I told you guys that was my last one. I know you guys are y'all leaving some other questions, but I got to run because I already went over my time. Well, child, one of these days I'm finna do a 20 minute talk. One day I am going to do it. <laughs> I have no idea why I'm so long winded. But uh, anywho, I hope you really, really enjoyed this podcast episode. I hope it resonated with you. I hope it landed in your spirit. I hope you're able to ponder it, talk about it with your friends, but best of all, able to have a mindset shift and be able to take action on what you have learned so that you get to enjoy more of a delicious love life that serves you at the highest level. So, all right, girl, until next time, I love you. Bye. 
If you thought this episode was dope and you learned from it, it would be amazing if you could take a screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram at Torsense. I would absolutely love to connect with you over there. And if you're serious about leveling up in your love life, you gotta check out Curve to Cuff. It's my 12-week mentorship program for high-achieving women of faith who want to build a rotation of quality men in 90 days or less so they can choose their legacy partner in as early as a year. You can apply to join the next cohort at curvedtocuff.com slash details. That's curved, the number two, cuff.com forward slash details. I love to have you join the next cohort of C2C. And remember, never settle because you have choices. Choose how you want to love, choose who you want to date, and always choose to date with sense.